Welcome back to Enhanced Investor. Today is Monday, November 20th, 2017, and today we are going to begin our journey into the world of cryptocurrency. We're going to be basically dumbing everything down so we can understand it as people who know the current web, the the web 2.0. Um, we're going to simplify it as best as we possibly can. That way you can be more prepared for what finances will be in the near future. Uh, since 2008, Bitcoin has basically exploded, and nobody really knew why, or at least the public didn't really know why, and still doesn't know why, um, why that is. And we're going to go into it in extreme detail, that way we can get a sense of what's going on, and make some accurate predictions, or at least uh, fact-based predictions, as opposed to just random opinions that you hear on uh, financial TV sources into uh, what might happen in the world of crypto. So before we start, this video is going to be a little bit longer, I want to compare what is the world of cryptocurrency to the dot-com bubble in 2000. So currently we have a whole bunch of what we call ICOs or initial coin offerings and all of these projects are claiming that they are the newest, most technologically advanced things out there adding to the blockchain and we'll get into what the blockchain is in detail but they're all claiming that they're doing something fantastic and we may be in a bubble we may not be in a bubble people have claimed that there has been a Bitcoin bubble for years and here we are just one day after crossing eight thousand dollars a coin and we aren't quite seeing a bubble that has popped yet now if we go back into the late 1990s and early 2000s, the dot-com bubble was very similar to what we're seeing form right now. You had all of these tech companies come out of the blue saying they were doing something revolutionary and everybody bought into it. You couldn't lose money by buying a tech company in the late 90s. The very similar thing is going on right now as long as you don't get something like a tether or a shit coin as we like to call them um, you could basically buy into any tech company and you'd make money well when it all popped what survived were not the tech companies in 2000 the internet survived and you had a few really large tech companies of course but the idea and the the using the usable internet came out of that and what I foresee with what we have now is all of these coins initial coin offerings that are saying they're doing something fantastic and one day it will pop in one way or another and what will come out of that is not Bitcoin being the cryptocurrency of the world or Ethereum being the cryptocurrency of the world who knows what it will be but the idea of cryptocurrency and the blockchain will be will, will continue to live on and be adapted and be what we use every day as a as a basic norm if you go 10 15 years down the road we'll be using cryptocurrency to buy milk eggs whatever at the store haircuts whatever it may be and that same thing can be mirrored to that dot-com bubble right a few years after everything kind of calmed down the internet was still there and it became an, a norm which it's more than normal today that's the only thing we do anymore but that same deal is going to be what happens to cryptocurrency so over these next multiple videos probably 10 or 15 videos at the least 
um, we're going to get into what that is. So I want to leave you with this quote here. We'll get into this in more detail in the next video. But this is a great comparison of Microsoft Word to Google Docs. And that comparison is basically showing how the Web 2.0 that we use right now is very similar to the Web 3.0 as Microsoft Word is to Web 2.0 and Google Docs is to Web 3.0 which is what we will get into in more detail. But this video is a little bit long, four or five minutes here. Hopefully that made sense of where we're going. It will just take time to learn, so I don't want to shove it all into like a 50 minute video because nobody has time for that. You all have lives and so do I. So hopefully that made sense. Of course, if you have any questions, the link in the description below for Enhanced Investor, the crypto community in here is fantastic. Kevin has been making multitudes of thousands of dollars recently by just day trading and also night trading crypto because it's open all the time. But the resources in there, the free resources in that free trial for you are fantastic. Additionally, direct messaging any of the admins or myself, um, I can give you any answer or a link to any answer that you can possibly have on crypto right now. So without further ado, I'm Aaron from the EI team signing out and happy trading. Welcome back to Enhanced Investor. Today is Tuesday, November 21st, 2017, and we left off last lesson with this image and now we're going to get into what exactly is the blockchain so this fantastic quote by mr william here i'm not even going to try to attempt his last name because i will butcher it but his description of the blockchain and comparing it to microsoft word versus google docs is fantastic so i'm going to sum it up you can read it pause the video if you'd like but think of microsoft word you have a document you've made changes to that document and you send it to someone else they make changes to the document and send it back well now you have a an original document that you sent to your coworker, boss whatever and you have a new document that was sent back from them with new changes and now there's two or more versions of this document if you keep sending it back and forth you can basically have infinite number of documents well that's the internet that we have now we have a server it sends something to another server the new server makes changes sends it back what the blockchain is is think of it in terms of google docs you have a document i'm editing the document you're editing the document your boss is editing the document your coworkers are editing the document and it's all happening at once all of these different servers are all editing the document at once so if i make a change you will see it a second or two later so that's the blockchain now if we go over here and basically walk through it um, number one all of these images came from blockgeeks.com their their description is fantastic if you'd like a lot more detail um, I'll put a link for that in the description below but this is the blockchain so for example somebody requests a transaction either in Bitcoin Ethereum uh, in a document for example it doesn't have to be cryptocurrency or money or anything like that it's just anything of value the requested transaction is put onto this network the blockchain 
And on this network, there's what's called nodes. These are just computers that host the blockchain. They're all working together to solve equations and verify transactions. So if, in the case of currency, if person A is trying to give person B X amount of dollars or bitcoins, the blockchain and all the nodes are going to figure out if, if person A actually has enough money that they are allowed to give it to person B. If this is found to be true by looking through the ledger of the blockchain, it therefore verifies the transaction. In the case of cryptocurrency, um, we can go into this more in detail. Cryptocurrency has no intrinsic value because it's not redeemable for another commodity at this time, and there's no physical form. As you can see on, on Coinbase and all the other sites out there, it just kind of fluctuates. Nobody really knows what it is. Um, and we'll get into what exactly cryptocurrency is in our next lesson here. And then the supply, most importantly, is not determined by that central bank. So the Federal Reserve of the United States, it doesn't dictate what the price of Bitcoin is or what Ethereum is because it's not centralized, similar to or different to how the U.S. dollar is. But now if we go back to what exactly happens to this verified transaction if we go back to like the Google document or, a, or any sort of value transaction this ledger is put onto what's called a block so the blockchain the reason it's called the blockchain is it's a train it's a chain of blocks so you've got data here and every 10 minutes there's a new block and we'll get into hash functions and all that crazy fun stuff later but you're basically just creating a long receipt that is constantly being added to that way, if you're on this block right here and you're saying, I'm trying to give $1,000 to somebody else, and the blockchain goes back to this block and says, wait, you already gave that $1,000 away to someone else, it's just checking the receipt to make sure that you actually have funds that you're allowed to give to somebody or something of value. And once that's verified by all the nodes, the transaction's complete. That's, that's basically what the blockchain is. We can go into much more detail um, but I'll have you just read through the blockgeeks.com guide on it because it is fantastic. It's about an hour read, but well worth it to understand what's going on. But that is the blockchain in the simplest terms. It's Microsoft Word versus Google Docs as the Web 2.0 that we use today is to the Web 3.0 or the blockchain. So, of course, if you have any questions, check out the link in the description below for Enhanced Investor. The crypto community on here is fantastic. The admins and moderators, myself and Kevin, can answer just about any question you have with cryptocurrency. And just use the resources. Use what's there. The free trial's there for you to have four weeks. Read everything you can. Watch all our videos. And learn something about the new world of finance before you're uh, part of the miss the boat syndrome, as I like to call it. Um, but that's what I've got. So, of course, if you have any questions, let us know through direct message or in the YouTube comment section below. Without further ado, I'm Aaron from the EI team, signing out, and happy trading. back to Enhanced Investor. Today is Thursday, November 23rd, 2017, and this morning I made a claim that was uh, quite drastic, but I stand by that claim. And in order to understand why I made that claim, we have to understand what exactly Ethereum is. We keep comparing it to Bitcoin, although it's 
nearly entirely different. Um, so let's get into it. Ethereum is a platform. It's it's not a currency. Ether is the currency that is basically made to take loans to build this platform. It's a token that's given out to investors. But Ethereum in itself is a system for making decentralized applications. So this this helps with global networks so you can you can basically create an app or what's called a dapp, a decentralized application, and you can put this out to the entire world. There's reduced cost in running that application. There's no single point of failure because it's being run on Ethereum's blockchain. And more importantly, there's no censorship. So if the news outlet, CNN, CNBC, whatever, if they put something on their site, it's been reviewed by an editor and another editor and a chief of media and a whole bunch of other crazy people to decide is this something that we should allow our population to see whereas with ethereum the only decision is do we need to get the information to everybody is it something that will number one is it something that is important or is it just BS that we're spewing on the internet and if so we need everybody to see it it doesn't matter what class you're in, it doesn't matter how much money you make, where you're from, if you need to know something, you can get it. There's no censorship, there's no government that's trying to control what and what you don't see. And with that comes transparency. So as, as opposed to having you work for this company, your, your value as a human comes from your reputation and what you put in the network. So if you put a whole bunch of fantastic articles and very newsworthy things, your reputation is going to increase instead of, oh, you work for CNN, so you must be good. So that comes with it as well. So Ethereum as a whole is that system, right? It, it's there to, to be the platform for these decentralized applications. This includes the peer-to-peer -peer messages, similar to how Bitcoin is peer-to-peer -peer transactions of legal documents, money, property, whatever you want that has value. Ethereum is that peer-to-peer -peer messages. It's made on a generalized blockchain, very similar to how Bitcoin is, um, but there's some major differences. We don't really need to get into too much detail. I'll put a link in the description below for that. But most importantly, you can program anything on it. You can program uh, how to run finances, how to sell property, contracts, whatever you need, you can build an app for it. So you have control over what is on this network. So if you, if you have a property, if you have money, tokens, cryptocurrency, whatever, you have control over it. You're not holding it with a bank. You're not holding it with a brokerage firm that you have to pay fees for every time you move it, buy something, sell something, whatever. Instead, you can, you can have Ether, which is the currency or the, the loan token for the Ethereum network. You can have that in a paper wallet, and it will only change value based on the, the value change of Ethereum or Ether itself. You're not going to have inflation or fees for it sitting in an account. It is there. It is 100% your property. And with Ethereum, we don't know what all it can do yet. That's that's the great thing about this network. I, I call it the 
millennials gold mine the cryptocurrency market we don't really know where it's going we know it's here and it's going to take very smart and innovative people to basically move this market forwards in a direction that's good away from the black market silk road payments into the public's eye same similar to how Bitcoin has moved so you can have anything from governance you can have voting all sorts of things are yet to come for the Ethereum platform and the Ethereum community, but those are just a few of them. Of course, Ethereum is very different from Bitcoin. I'll do like a side-by-side -side on that, as well as what mining is and how that was very different for Ethereum versus Bitcoin, because they are very different in that sense. Of course, because this has a lot of information to take in, do your own research. I'll put some articles in the description below that will make that very useful. Um, articles that I've read through and fact-checked as best as possible so you know you're not getting something that's too far out there. Um, but there is no definitive answer for any of this, of course. And if you haven't checked out the link in the description below for Enhanced Investor, I know you hear me say it in every single video, if you're not a part of that free trial, I highly recommend you are being able to have a group of people that you can talk with, exchange ideas, money, whatever you guys want, being able to have those resources to trade in the crypto market and the stock market as well, um, it's fantastic. So I'm very happy I found this community a long time ago and I'm still here. So of course if you have any questions, direct message on Enhanced Investor, you'll be able to find me. You, you know who I am. So without further ado, I'm Aaron from the EI team. Signing out, and happy trading. Welcome back to Enhanced Investor. Today is Wednesday, November 29th, 2017. And now that we understand what the blockchain is, what Bitcoin and Ethereum are, We've had a few examples of some fantastic profits. I think it's time to get into the nitty gritty, how to bring your US dollar into the wild, wild west of crypto trading. So I've had a few people ask me in the direct messaging on Discord, on our Enhanced Investor Discord there. Um, they've asked me for, hey, how do I get into this? I need a step-by-step. -step. And yes, I completely agree. A step-by-step -step is extremely important because this is a... Uh, this is a weird place if you're used to stock trading, options trading. This is similar, but there's a few extra steps to it that uh, if you don't do it properly, you're going to be sitting there with money in either Bitcoin or Ethereum, and you're not really sure what to do with it. So if you, of course, if you have any questions, you can direct message me on the Enhanced Investor Discord where this question came from, and I will get back to you. There's a link for that in the description below. There's also a whole bunch of free resources for you and a whole bunch of people that you can talk with to trade crypto as a nice little community and try to avoid those uh, those rookie mistakes. So let's get started. Step one, you have to get it into these fancy places known as Coinbase or Gemini. This is basically the only place where you can take your US dollar and convert it to either Bitcoin or Ethereum. The two main places, Coinbase and Gemini, I prefer Coinbase, and I'll explain why, but either of these work. Um, but this is where you have to start. So Coinbase, I did a practice 
uh, what do you call it, practice withdrawal from my bank into Coinbase, or I guess a deposit into Coinbase. And by using a debit card, it happens basically instantly. It took a total of 30 minutes to bring a test of $100 into the wonderful Coinbase platform, turn it into Bitcoin, and send it out of the Coinbase platform into the exchange. So 30 minutes is a really nice turnaround time. On the other hand, I started with Gemini because of their fantastic and competitive fees, but the waiting time to get that out of Gemini and into the exchange was way too long. On their website, they have the expected four to five days waiting period for those funds to clear. And while it says four to five days, I had to wait 10 days and email their support multiple times to go, hey, it's time to clear my funds. They've been taken from my bank. Let, let's get this done. So I'd steer clear of Gemini if you want to trade right now. If you are very, very patient and don't want to pay the fees, Gemini is the way to go. But let's take a look at Coinbase. So let's go here, jump over to Coinbase. Here we are. So Coinbase, very, very simple. You either use your debit card or a bank account. I prefer to use a debit card because it happens almost instantly. If you use a bank account, it does take a few days to clear. What you do is you bring in US dollars and you convert it to Litecoin, Ethereum, or Bitcoin. These are the three major coins. These are what some of the markets are based off of. As you see, like ADA BTC or ADA ETH, that's, that's the coin that it can be converted to quickly. So those are your main three. You bring it in here, you can basically see the charts, very simple, very, very simple setup. Ta-da, there's my practice of $100. I moved it in, moved it out. Only took 30 minutes, very impressive. However, five bucks is a lot of money to move on 100. That's 5%. But on the other hand, 330% profit, 5% doesn't matter so much in the world of crypto. It's not a very big move. So once you have it in Coinbase, let's go back over to our enhanced investor. Step two is to put it into the exchanges. So now that you have Bitcoin or Ethereum, you can move it into the exchanges. There's Kraken, Poloniex, and Bittrex. I'm going to go over Bittrex because that's one I use most of the time, but you can use the other two. Um, Bittrex is our first recommendation. Fast executions. Uh, I, I love it. It's very, very simple. Um, but Kraken has the advantage of allowing you to short Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Ethereum Classic ETC. So just be aware if you want to be a bearish trader in this extremely bull market, go for it. But just know that uh, they do have a little bit slow execution times um, in some of those valuable moments. So stay away from Kraken if you want super fast trading. If you're going to be shorting a coin over a nice period of time, that's one very simple way to do that. So let's take a look at Bittrex. Here's Bittrex. It's very, very, very simple. On the left-hand side, you have, there's some Sia coin over there. You have add and you have remove. If you'd like to bring coins into the exchange, you press add. If you'd like to remove coins from the exchange, you press the minus button. Very, very simple. Pending withdrawals, withdrawal history, deposit history, all that's right there. You have a fantastic list of all your markets. You can see the max rows. Ooh. Can I do all of them? Oh, yes, I can. So here's every coin. Oh, geez, that's a lot of coins. Maybe not all. Let's go back to three. That's pretty safe. 
Alright. Let us go into Bitrix on the main page. So this main page is pretty fantastic. It shows you Bitcoin markets, Ethereum markets, and USDT markets, also known as Tether. Basically just a US dollar equivalent in the crypto world. Pretty fantastic. All you do, let's go into, hmm, let's do Ethereum. Bitcoin to Ethereum, because this is one that's traded quite often. You go in here, once you have your coins moved over from Coinbase, and you can buy Ethereum using the max units of Ethereum or Bitcoin. And you can go, okay, I want the max number. Okay, I can't buy any because I don't have any Bitcoin at this time. I've only got Sidecoin, ADA, and some Ethereum on another wallet. If you go in here, then you click buy, problem solved. You can see the order book, very similar to the order book on stock and option markets. You can see all these orders that come through. Where are they hiding? Here they are. You can see all these orders that come through in real time. And you can see the bid and ask. You can see how many units. Ooh, somebody bought about $400 or what is that? $4,000 worth? That's pretty good. So you can see that go through. Um, pretty fantastic. One thing I do want to point out is this wonderful graph here. We call this the bid wall or the ask wall, depending on what you're looking at. You'll hear this a lot in trading chat rooms, such as the Enhanced Investor one, for the link in the description below. But you'll see if there's what's called a bid wall on this size, or on this side, you'll see the price bounce off of that, because there's a lot of traders that are buying up at that price. Then on the other side, you can see the ask wall. If there's a really large wall, uh, 70 isn't really that big. But if there's an ask wall, there's a pretty good chance that there will be a lot of sellers right there that will sell and the price won't continue through it unless it's Bitcoin, in which case it just goes to the moon. But that's besides the point. So just something to, uh, to take a look at. Let's go back over to Enhanced Investor here. Step three, wallet to wallet transfers. So wallets, there's a whole bunch of them. We'll get into that in probably the next video. That's a really good place to go. But there's a few types of wallets, and you want a wallet that is not connected to an exchange. If you're holding long in, in my case, ADA, or even in Ethereum, you want to hold it in a hardware paper wallet, something along those lines. That way, if the exchange gets hacked, just uh, a, a great example of that being... Uh, what was it? Friday, Saturday, Saturday the 19th, I think, of November, when Tether uh, got that wonderful hack, $30 million disappears. Well, if your money's sitting on the exchange, you could have that money disappear. So that's why you want to put it into a wallet. So you can read through that really quick. The one thing I want to explain right now, and I will explain it again um, as far as... Um, in the next wallet video, never hand type an address, ever. The addresses are very long. They look um, they look kind of weird. There are a whole bunch of numbers and letters, uppercase, lowercase. If you miss an uppercase, or if you type a lowercase instead of an uppercase, the funds are gone. They don't go to the address that you told them to go to because you mistyped it. And no matter how much money it was, $100, $15,000, a million dollars, it doesn't matter, it's gone. So always copy and paste. Next to every wallet address is a little copy button. You click that and paste it in. So that is very, very important. Step four, trade between USDT, which is Tether, Bitcoin, and Ethereum. 
some brokers offer the use of Tether, the one that got hacked a few weeks ago. Um, it's a pretty safe bet if things are getting super volatile to put your coins in Tether. It just sits there and basically acts like a US dollar. doesn't move. So that's one thing to think about. And the last step that I'd like to point out, which is not on this list, is how do you view price movements on your cryptocurrencies? One, there is good old trading view. Most uh, exchanges have their own graph. I like to just stick with trading view because I've been used to it. It has everything I need. 30 minute, one day, five minute, whatever. You can go in, you can start typing Ethereum, go over to cryptocurrency, and you've got a whole bunch of Ethereum and other things. So as we discussed trading back between Ethereum and Bitcoin, here's an example here. Ethereum is what you are trading. Bitcoin is what you bought it for. Same thing if we go into ADA BTC. You're buying Bitcoin with the price relative to, or you're buying ADA with the price relative to Bitcoin. So if you want to find out the dollar value, for example, let's grab a calculator, you basically go in here and take the price of ADA, 0 0.12341, very simple. Those are called Satoshis, the, the smallest denominator of Bitcoin that it can be broken up to. I think it's 10 to the negative 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So 10 to the negative 8 is one Satoshi. So in this case, a... Uh, a single coin of ADA would cost 1,000 Satoshi. Very simple. You take this number and multiply it by the price of Bitcoin, which is $1,600, and that is the price in US dollars. So that's how that works. That's how you calculate it. Very, very simple. So in this case, in this case for ADA, it is worth 10.6 cents. Very, very simple. So that's how that works. Another option is using this fantastic place called Crypto watch with that dot between the ch um i'm not a huge fan of it but it does show you the bid and ask wall your wonderful bid and ask there um right next to the price you can see here's the price there's your bids on the bottom and the asks on the top um it goes by volume here very very simple it's pretty cool i'll get into that in more detail at another time but those are the two main options you've got crypto watch and trading view there's a few others um but I, I prefer these just for simplicity at this time. But who knows, this all changes relatively quickly, so there may be something better in a week, who knows? Very, very simple. So that is how to get into the wild, wild west of crypto. I apologize, this was a little bit of a long video, but hopefully you learned what you needed to learn here and get into that. Of course, if you have any questions, you can direct message me on the Enhanced Investor Discord. There's a link for that in the description below or by using the YouTube comments section below. Also a fantastic way for me to answer your questions. If you'd like me to make a video about it, I can do that too, or I can just answer it to you directly, whichever you prefer. So that's all I've got for you today. Ask me any questions if you need. Without further ado, I'm Aaron from the EI team, signing out, and happy trading.